last time on the Four Oars. As the three of you enter the hallway, you see Felomir and Dora standing at the control panel. And we got, like, lab coats and, like, goggles <laughs> on. <laughs> Which one? Hela seems nice, right? Well, go for it. Can't be much bad there. I'm gonna press it. You see a white and pink swirl occur within the archway. And then you see a woman in a white flowing robe shedding a goldish light walks through the portal. I'll uh, try to communicate through Awakened Mind. Can you hear me? Huh? Who's that? She can hear me. Oh my God. Who are you? My name's Jada. So what's it like in Dela? It's peaceful. It's free. It's safe. That sounds great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you back there now, okay? Okay. I'll press the button. <laughs> Bye-bye now. I'm interested in some of the uh, darker realms, such as Velm. As am I. And I'll approach the uh, control panel. I feel we do have a lot to learn from this portal. I'm going to push the button. Which one? The one that says Velm. You push Velm, and it goes completely dark inside. Mm, Right. I'm going to give it like a minute, and then I'm going to press the button again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nothing happens. And so you push the button. And it, that's not dark in there anymore. That almost makes me more uncomfortable than if something would have been there. Well, I mean, that is what Velm is. Just the darkness between all the other realms. It may be in between the realms, but I think we're all well aware that things reside there now. Do they? I think y'all have misconstrued what these creatures have come from. I think so, too. So there was something to learn here. I'm going to press the button labeled Grixalis. And you see a dark elf lady stick her head out through the portal. Then she moves forward more. From the waist down on her body, she has the body of an eight-legged giant spider. (sighs) She is disgusting. It's beautiful. Look how graceful she is. Tell her to leave him alone. Uh, Leave that alone, I'll say with my awakened mind. Where are you? Uh, Somewhere that you can't get to me. I'm gonna kill this thing. It's already (laughs) dead. Where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, she doesn't seem to be very responsive. I'm going to press the button. So this is like channel surfing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all we can do here. Hey, you know it's not a risk, me. I'm going to shrug my shoulders and walk back into the other room. You are the ultimate risk. (laughs) I think ultimate's a little harsh. So there was another room that we could walk into? There's the billiards room, yeah. I'll walk back in there. Yeah, I want to inspect the pool table. I'm going to take the one through seven okay. and put them all in pockets. All right. And I'm going to put the eighth one in the center of the table. You hear a... Did you guys hear that? I'm going to walk down the hallway to the desk. And you get to the desk. I want to inspect the desk. Give me investigation check. 17. First thing you find is a key with a slim rectangular shape to it. All right, I'll hold on to that. All right, and then as you dig further in the desk, you find something else. You find a bracelet with a sundial on it. What does it do? I don't know. It seems to have to be soulbound. What does that mean? Don't you have to go through a process to bind it to one's person? <sighs> Give it to me. Why? Why not? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? I'll hand it to him. I'm going to put on the bracelet. All right, you put on the bracelet. I would like to raise the sundial level. You raise the sundial and you see time reverse for six seconds. And then as soon as it gets back to present time, it comes at a price. You take 34 necrotic damage. I'm down. I'm going to cast Spare the Dying. All right. You cast Spare the Dying and he is now stable, breathing. (gasps) What the hell? What, what were, 
What happened? This thing's weird. What did it do? It can, I think it can reverse time or something. And I'll go open the door. All right. So you walk over to the bricked up archway and you put the key in. And without even turning it, you hear a mechanism start to happen and the door starts to raise. When the brick door slides up after inserting the rectangular key, you see a 20-foot-long, 5-foot-wide hallway. At the end is a regular door. Who's in the lead? Currently, Felomir opened the door, and the four of you are just kind of standing around him as he stands in the doorway. And it's just like a plain hallway, nothing on the walls or anything like that? Nope. Not even a torch. I guess I'll just take a glance around at everyone and proceed down the hallway to the door. You guys ready? Already, like, my sword and shield and step up behind him. Yeah, Astra's getting kind of in the middle after the last incident. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just pat my hands at my side and be like, as ready as I'm gonna be. So it sounds like the order is currently Felomir, Finch, Astra. Doroth. Doroth. And then Kath at the end? Yeah. All right. So you walk up to the door? No writing or anything? Just a plain door, you said? Just a plain door. Uh, Does it have a keyhole? It does not. Just a doorknob. Um... I'm going to open it. All right. When you open the door, a dark room lies in front of you. Torches light up the room as you open the door, like the previous rooms. The center of the room stays rather dark, though, during the process of it lighting up. When it finally settles, a shimmering light reflects in the center of the room, and a shield guardian stands on a pedestal facing you. You see his eyes light up blue and then fade to red. You hear, Intruder alert. And then a loud, thunderous boom as wind is channeled from him down the hallway, followed by magic missiles. Good job, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Astra, two damage. Keth, five damage. Dorth, two damage. Bellamere, two damage. Finch, five damage. <laughs> Imagine this is like guaranteed hit, right? Unless you have a particular spell that can stop it. Shield. I listened to the last episode. It's called yeah, Shield. I it had, is called Shield. I had a Shield regular for shield like five seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and give me initiatives, but we will do one more thing after the time. All right. So before we get into the turns, the first thing I need you guys to do is give me a strength save against this gust of wind that is pushing towards you. Um, and actually... Keep your numbers as you roll them, but the first person I want it from is Felomir. 17. All right. Felomir succeeds, so he does not move. And then after Felomir is Finch. 25. Also succeeds against the wind. And then after that's Astra. 17. 17 succeeds. Doroth? Five. All right. But Doroth only weighs one pound. (laughs) Okay. So, Kath, what's yours? 14. 14. Defender wins. So I'm just suspended against. So you're, just, you're just pushed up against Kath, and he's like holding you in place and like stands you back up and like uses you as a shield against. Oh the my weapon. god! What's the quote? What's the the what? Titanic. Oh, <laughs> the top of the world. Yeah. Oh, king of the world. <laughs> All 
top of the order is Doroth. While I'm being held in place or held up by Keth, I'm going to cast a cloud of daggers into the the midst of the shield guardian. I'm I'm not sure how big the area is. I know it's supposed to be 60 feet away. I have it here. Okay. It's a five foot cube. Okay. So it's five feet on each side. So one square. I want to put it on them. All right. So you're going to put a cloud of daggers on the shield guardian. Take this, you fiend. Uh, But yeah, there's a cloud of daggers clinking against this metal shield guardian. And then after Doroth is Finch. Okay, I'm going to move out of the hallway past Felomir and then to the right corner. All right. And uh, is so is the construct on a pedestal? Yeah, he's like on a pedestal. Okay, um, so he's going to have to step down to like probably engage us. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and, yeah, I'm going to put, uh, I'm going to do the spike growth around it. Okay. So you put spike growth, you cast spike growth all around him with him centered on it? Yes, just okay. centered around him. Okay. And uh, that's if he moves, he takes damage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's my turn. Uh, I think you still have a bonus action. Um, I'm going to put Hunter's Mark on him. All right. So you're going to cast Spike Growth on him and Hunter's Mark. So make sure to do your life force there. And then after Finch cast his Spike Growth and Hunter's Mark, we're going to move on to Felomir. I would also like to move out of the hallway. Okay. Is there anything else in this room that I can see apart from the... Uh, there are three doors in the room now that you've kind of moved in and look around. The door on the right is a stone slab, and then the door on the left closest to you is like a really solid-looking wooden door. The next left is like a purple door with white stars on it. Okay, but no other like immediate threats? No other immediate threats, now. Okay, in that case, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on the Shield Guardian. All right, roll to hit. Uh, 15 and a 14. 15 and a 14. Uh, they both miss. Dang. Um, the two Eldritch Blasts uh, just kind of go right past him on both sides. After Felomir is the Shield Guardian, which another set of magic missiles comes out while he's still using Gust of Wind down the hallway. So everybody's going to take another magic missile because he can see everybody. Don't forget his Cloud of Daggers damage. Yeah, okay. he started his turn. Alright. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll the damage for me. And a Spike Growth only if he moves. And Spike Growth only if he moves. 11 damage. So what you see when this happens is you actually see these daggers kind of clinking all around him and hitting like metal exactly, except right in front of him. It's hitting this like magical shield or something. And then all of a sudden, Doroth, you feel cuts all over you. Oh, what? what, uh, what? So Doroth, you're going to take half of that damage and then he's going to take half that damage. So am I rounding down for me? Yes, we'll round down on both of them. Awesome. But he's also resistant to piercing, so half of the half for him. So that's two. Perfect. <laughs> it was worth this a, a spell slot and the life force. I lost more life casting that spell <laughs> than he took <laughs> in damage from it. And then magic missiles shoot out and hits everyone he can see. See? Asher, you take four. Okay, you take five again. Doroth, you take five. Mm, all right. Felomir, you take two. And Finch, you take four. And then Astra, Doroth, and Keth give me strength saves as you're still in his gust of wind as he's channeling it down the hallway. 11. 10. 15. So Astra comes tumbling at you, Doroth. And because of that, it increased the DC. So wow. all three of you are pushed into the previous room. 
Okay. Yeah, your turn. He does not move. I'm just going to dash. I'm going to dash uh, 80 feet or up to him. Okay. Can I use a reaction to yell something past him? Yes. He has a shield. I have a shield. Uh, I'm also raging as I'm running. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's going to be 40 feet with the gust of wind pushing down the channel because it's going to cut you in half. I'll dash up as far as I can. And then I'll just kind of like uh, position myself with my buckler in front of me to... I don't know, try to try to block as much wind as I can. All right. So next is going to be Astra. Okay. So there's just a steady stream of gust of wind coming down the hallway. Yes. What would happen if I cast gust of wind? I think wind? it would even out. I cast gust of wind. All right. So you get, you cast gust of wind down the hallway. And, and I want to start walking as far as I can. Okay. So yeah, you just even out the the air and it's just kind of pushing to the left and right as it collides to each other. So Felomir and Finch, because you're 15 feet apart from each other, but it's like you can feel the breeze coming at you and then you like see Asher kind of like- As I'm walking through the hallway, it's just a fucking vacuum. And I'm getting like pushed back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Asher, you've basically nullified the gust of wind with your gust of wind. Cool. After Astra is Doris. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is- uh stay where I am and I'm just going to use Cure Wounds. I'm going to cast that at second level. Okay. I'm just going to give myself a big hug. You're going to leave the Cloud of Daggers going? No. Actually, I have a question about that. Okay. Would you consider what happened earlier at Magic? I would. Because Gnome Cunning gives me twice save against that. If I was given a save. Is there a save against Cloud of Daggers? No. No. Then you it's would just not the damage roll. So he just has a shield that just reflects damage. That's what it appeared it happened. That's what it appears, didn't Okay, cool. Anyway, back to my turn. I'm <laughs> going to give myself a hug and close my eyes and just sing quietly to myself. Do it makes things better. And I'm going to do a uh, cure wounds at second level. All right. Because that last turn fucked me up. So for uh, six. So you cut off the cloud of daggers. Yes. And it disperses and the daggers just kind of fall to the ground and then meld into the air. But I am going to move as close to Astra's back as possible. Okay. You're standing behind Astra now. And then after Doris, we are on Finch. So now that I'm in there, what does the rest of this room look like? What I'm afraid of now is that I've just pretty much made it to where we can't get around this guy with the spike wrath. Is that what I've done? I would agree. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah, pretty much every... Because if it's a 20-foot radius that you centered on him, that means yeah. the square directly in front of us is where the spike growth, spike growth starts. Mm -hmm. So pretty much this entire room is covered in spikes. Then, yes, I would like to end spike growth. Okay, so you end your concentration on spike growth? Yeah, and then I'd like to... If I can make it to him, I'd like to approach with the sword and shield and try and like slash at his ankle or something. Okay. Can I use um, my reaction to say something? Are you doing it based off of what you see Finch doing? Yes. Every time I see someone approach him, like I'm going to hit him. I want to say this. Give me a perception check. Okay. It's a 24. Okay. I will give you the fact that you see Finch charging towards him. He has a, a shield. So yeah, you hear Doris scream, he has a shield, or actually, give me a perception check. 
lots of wind going on. It's a wind tunnel. It's colliding wind tunnels. Crit. Mm. All right, you mm. hear you hear him scream that. Do I like notice him holding a shield or anything? But he's he has a shield, but he that's is, not what I mean. But I don't know if you know that. I'm just probably notice the shield and not strike at the shield. Okay. <laughs> 16. 16's a hit. I feel like with the crit, he should also get the understanding of what I meant. That would be an arcana check, I think. Uh, <laughs> seven damage. All right. Then she takes seven slashing damage. <laughs> you see your sword hits him or is like about to hit him. And you see this like white aura just kind of pop up. And it's like a flat wall in front of him. But you hit it. And when you hit that, you just feel that same hit in the exact same spot where you would have hit him. So this aura, though, it looks like a flat facing wall in front of him. It doesn't look like it goes around him or anything. Correct. Okay. And then after Finch, we're on Felomir. Um, Would I have noticed anything strange about Finch's attack on this guy? What is the what is your bonus with Arcana and Perception? Like, what's the two different ones? Uh, Arcana is plus five. Perception is plus four. I'm going to give you a plus four Perception check to see if you noticed. Nine. You do not notice. You notice that something popped up. You heard, everybody heard Doroth at this point. Twice. Twice. You're puzzle piecing it, but you don't understand how the shield is working on him. Did you notice that I got rid of Cloud of Daggers? I assume I would have seen that. Yeah, Yeah, you saw the daggers fall to the ground. So maybe you might wonder why I did that or not. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I see something's going on, but I don't fully understand it. So in that case, I'm going to cast two Eldritch Blasts. Okay. 21 for the first one, and a 22 for the second one. They both hit. Nice. I mean, is it nice? (laughs) They both hit you and you die. Uh, 18 damage total. All right. So as your Eldritch Blast hit this aura, this white aura chill, they bounce right back at you and find the same line of range that it took and hit you squarely in the abdomen. And you take 18 So some interesting shield. So it reflected all of it back. It mm-hmm. did. It's like mm. a fucking mirror or something. We've dealt with mirrors before, remember, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about at first, but then I remembered exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, th- there was a whole fucking deal. It took like <laughs> yeah. five months for us to figure that out, Dave. So we'll be here did all we night. we even figure it out? I don't know. No. I don't we think... brute forced it. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all uh, opened your eyes in the fountain, and it yeah. pierced your eyes with needles, and then you looked at the mirror, and it was all different. Which, of course, sounds like the solution to a puzzle, right? Like, it sounds like what you're supposed to do. <laughs> For sure. I don't remember what the... There, wasn't there wording that kind of gave it away? Yeah. It was a riddle of some yeah, sort. Yeah, it was a, a, a riddle. I'm sure it was real easy. I'm just mad because I didn't figure it out. <laughs> after the after fellow of years, the shield guardian, which another round of magic missiles comes out. Three Astra. Three Cat. Four Doroth. Five Felomir. And then four Finch. And then after the Shield Guardian is cast. All right, so he's sitting on a pedestal. Does he look attached to the pedestal? He hasn't moved his legs at all. Okay, what what is the pedestal made out of? Stone? Yes. Same as the floor? Yeah. Same as him? No, he's metal. Okay. Actually, I'll say the the ba- the top of the pedestal is also metal. Fuck it. I'm going to rush forward and you'll go to sleep. 
and then just run into him with my shield. <laughs> All right, uh, Fitch, do you want to give me a perception check? Uh, sure. Great. You look over your shoulder and you see Keth rushing forward, ready to attack him head on. Don't do it! <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna plow into him with the shield. Keep going. Can't stop this momentum. Yeah, he's enraged. He's he's not stopping for nothing. All right, so Keth, you're not gonna swing the halberd then, is what you're saying? You're gonna go with the. Uh... No, I'm just gonna try to tackle him off of the the pedestal. Okay. And in Keth's mind, uh, the pedestal has something to do with the magic that he's casting. Gotcha. All right, give me a athletics check. No oh, God. <laughs> Crit miss. Um, all right. In that case, what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a D6 here, and I'm going to do six force damage to you as you collide with this aura, like the shield that's in front of him, and just get thrown back onto the prone 10 feet. Ooh! I want to try to stifle a giggle when that <laughs> now, whenever I ran into him, was the shield only in front of him where I hit him, or did it seem like it was surrounding him? Because of you hitting him, I'm going to say you did not notice okay. what was going on. <laughs> you, just see, you see a flash of white light and then just thrown back. On the Fair ground. enough. <laughs> so after Keth, we're on Astra. I would like to keep focusing my gust of wind, and I would also like to cast Sacred Flame. And target gains no benefit on their saving throw from cover. So that shit shoots down from the ceiling. Good call. What's the DC? Um, it doesn't matter. DC? I got a six. Okay, it doesn't matter. Cool. Uh, yeah. So full damage. That is 10 damage. 10 radiant damage? Yes. So you see this shining light just kind of emit from the stone ceiling. It like kind of cracks through the ceiling. And then the cracks just kind of come back as the light just kind of singes this shield guardian that's on this pedestal. Uh, after Astro, we're on Doroth again. I am not going to pull any instruments out, but I'm just going to angrily say a little little, little verse, little right. bar, and use a vicious mockery okay. to, to see if this can penetrate yes. his shield. I'm going to say, uh, I'm hip to your game, your rubber, I'm glue. But little did you know I can play games too. Mm, yeah. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Hit him where it hurts. I like that one a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. you got to make it. Yeah, just Let's trying save. to see if he has resistances to... To getting dis? Nobody does. To getting psychic damage. <laughs> Can't resist the dis. <laughs> no. He does not. That's my end. And that's going to be a big old nine for his spell save against your vicious mockery. He fails. So he's going to take 2d4 psychic damage and also has disadvantage on his next attack roll. So that's going to be five damage. You see uh, his head kind of shake a little bit and then just kind of come steady. I want to point at him in <laughs> recognition. Like, you heard that. <laughs> I saw that. And then, uh, Finch, we're on you. All right. I'm going to try and uh, get behind him. Okay. So you're going to try and flank him from, like, directly from where Keth is? If I'm looking at him, I'm going to go around him to the right to try and get behind him. Kind of like I'm going to slash at his Achilles heel now. All right. So, yeah, you've moved directly behind him. And what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to do another sword kind of at his ankles. Okay. 23. 23 is a hit. 
11. 11 slashing damage? Yes. All right. Did you do your second attack? 20. 20 is a hit? None. So that's a total of 20 damage? Yes. All right. So you take your sword and you cut left and then right across his, le- his legs. And uh, he takes all the damage. Woo. Blank him. Uh, everyone hears that. You take that as you want as your character. And after, Finch, run Felony. Okay. Well, I guess upon hearing what Finch said and seeing what happened to my Eldritch Blast last turn, yes, I'm going to reposition myself to flank him. And uh, potion's a bonus action, yes? Free action. Free action, yeah. You can um, do that in tandem with your movement. Uh, I will drink a potion as I am repositioning myself to the door. And once I get there, I will cast two Eldritch Blasts. All right. So healing first. I'm going to use a regular healing potion that I found, which is seven total. And my attacks are both 17. That hits. Uh, for 20 damage total. 20 damage is a hit. That's a big old hit. You see these Eldritch Blasts kind of emit from your hand, and you're only 10 feet away at this point. Kind of scared they're going to bounce back at you. So you kind of flinch after you release them, but they hit him directly in his abdomen, and you see like the metals kind of like dent and splinter after the force damage. At Felomir on the Shield Guardian, another wave of magic missiles comes out. Astra, two damage. Cut, two damage. Doors, five damage. Felomir, three damage. And Finch, two damage. Also, upon uh, seeing this magic missile come at me, um, I'm going to initially think it's my Eldritch Blast coming back. <laughs> so I'm going to use a reaction to cast Hellish Rebuke. Ah. Is that a 10-foot range? Hellish Rebuke? Yeah. I think it's a 60-foot range. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was melee only. I did too. Well, well let, me, let me double check. 60 feet range. Interesting. I did not hmm. know that. All right. Good to know. So yeah, you cast Hellish Rebuke, which he gets a dexterity save. Yes. Which I'm going to say he fails because he's immobile. So give me the damage. Uh, 24. Uh, he's looking very injured, but he is not down yet. And Keth, it's your turn. All right. So I'm going to stand up and uh, flank him as uh, Finn shelled out. So I'll be f- flanking him. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm flanking him from the front. <laughs> so I'm going to stand up and just run back up to him and smack him in the head. <laughs> with the halberd? Yeah. Right, no, get- no, 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 with, uh, with the warhammer. Oh, God, I forgot about the warhammer. Um, yeah, dude. Oh, man. He's trying to get that killing blow, dude. All right, give me the uh, hit. Well, one's, one's definitely a hit, one's definitely a miss. Uh, it's 9 and 24, I think. All right, 24 hits. And I'm in raid, so I take extra damage. <laughs> uh, 9 total. <laughs> All right, so you take this Warhammer, and you just swing over the head with it, and it just, instead of, like, bouncing in the arc that you had with the uh, hammer, it just, like, comes right back at you, so the handle hits you in the square of the forehead. Give me a uh, dexterity save. Nice. Six. <laughs> and it like bounces off of your forehead and you release because it hurts so much. And then it like starts to spin in the air, flying back at Astra. Astra, give me a dexterity save. <laughs> See, I, I don't want her. Hey, I am still casting Gust of Wind. Oh, you are. So, <laughs> so it like bounces. <laughs> <laughs> 
It just twirls and hits you over and over. <laughs> it's caught in the whirlwind of both of their guns. So it bounces past you. It's Kat, like cloud of daggers. And it's like in the oh, air God. going at Astro, and then just kind of comes back and forth and then lands on the ground. Okay, so upon seeing that, <laughs> Doroth cannot just stifle his laughter anymore. <laughs> and yeah, one of those SpongeBob laughs. So, Kath, yeah, you take the damage that you did to yourself. And then Astro, it's your turn. Still in the same spot doing Gust of Wind. Uh, I'm going to use two sorcery points, <laughs> which triggers wild magic. Wild magic! <laughs> hey, does it? Does it do it right now? What spell are you doing? Sacred Flame. Uh, with that, you don't. it's a dexterity save, and I didn't realize, didn't mean to make you do that earlier. Um, but he is immobile, so he's not going to dodge it. Yeah. So you just do the damage. Cool. Yeah, uh, 14, 20. 20, 20 damage. damage. That does it. That puts nice. him at 101. He had 100 health. Fuck you, guys. So, uh, <laughs> he sizzles from the sacred flame that comes in, which comes in more powerful this time. He even cracks the ceiling a little bit more. And this time when you look at the ceiling, you actually see the cracks didn't like heal themselves. You actually left some cracks uh, in the ceiling. And then he just... <clears throat> kind of just buckles down on his knees. Give me dexterity saves oh, if you yeah. are 20 feet away from it, within 20 feet, which is just going to be Finch, Felonir, and Kef. I was very worried about that, which is why I didn't move. 11. 13. 24. Kef and Felomir, you both take the full front of the damage, and Finch, you will take half. Is this a spell or a trap? It's piercing damage as it explodes, so you'll take half of that with your rage. The total damage is nine, so that's not bad. Uh, I fall to the floor. <laughs> Dead. Oh no! Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty hurt. Uh, all right. So. So I take half of you nine. You take half of nine, so which is gonna be four. Four. Okay. Uh, Keth, you're low. I'm assuming. And Felomir goes unconscious as the shrapnel explodes from the from the construct and pierces him all through his body. But yeah, let's get that wild magic. Fifty-three. You are immune to being intoxicated by alcohol for the next 5d6 days. Huh. Fuck. <laughs> wow. I finished the... Whatever the frick it's no, called. Man. I screwed it up like five episodes ago. I just listened to that. I was like, wappy van, pinkle. Yeah. Something stupid. Uh, I say a different every single yeah. time. <laughs> I just start uh, so chugging yeah. it. Roll 5d6. 15. Mm, so you days. are immune to being intoxicated by alcohol for 15 days. <laughs> nice. I'm going to run over and cast Spare the Dying. All right. You run over to him because this will be the end of combat and cast Spare the Dying, bringing him back to zero. Ah! <laughs> I'll just start punching the ground. I hate these guardians. <laughs> You stupid constructs! I hate this place! I will run up and uh, place my hand upon his, uh, his, his chest and say, uh, Dor, 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 uh, I'm, it's better now! <laughs> and heal you for 1d6 plus 2. Is it 2? Yeah, it's 2. I don't like this d Should be 1d8 plus 2. Yeah. It is a d8. It's gonna be 9. I will also... Uh, cats cure wounds. The racist number like 10 times. 
I will cast another cure wounds. <laughs> I'm gonna take a knee and make some good berries. Oh, guys. I'm gonna hold his head in my arms. <laughs> I'm gonna go, Felibear, no! I'm gonna go bring his mom. <laughs> you take the letter from this like chest pocket that's like written to his parents. <laughs> yeah. Here, read this, it'll make you feel better. I'm gonna give you six good berries. You get 10 health from me. Okay. I like how you just happen to give him one more point of health than I did. <laughs> Sorry, I got that 1d8 plus 5. Mm. Felomir, your eyes flutter open, and you see Dorth and Astra sit like kneeled over you, healing you back to life. And Finch, did you put berries in his mouth? I just started like, shoving them in there, just like, <laughs> massaging his throat, trying to swallow it. As I'm pouring my supreme and greater healing potions down his throat. And then just, I'm just popping in berries. <laughs> and then Thelamir, you're just your mouth is filled with six good berries. Ah, um, ah, what? What happened? You died! You died. I died. You fell over and died, yes. The construct, it exploded once we defeated it. Oh, we won. Yes, we did. That's great. Look, listen, you're an, you're an old man. Maybe you should slow down. Maybe maybe you should leave the combat up to the the young people. Bellamere still has fight left in him. Don't yeah. It's out. just a suggestion. It's just, Look, I mean, he just died. Look, maybe we should all slow down. Maybe we should take a rest. Yeah, I, I mean, I could heal myself. I don't know how many more shield guardians we're going to run into. Did y'all take a long rest when you soul binded to the bracelet or just a short rest? We did a uh, hit die. Yeah, I still have hit dies missing. Yeah, so do I. Could use a nap. Well, you could <laughs> always use a nap, but I'm saying all the rest of us. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with resting. I could, I could, uh, and that, that was enough magic missiles uh, for, for a little while, you know. <laughs> So do y'all want to go back one room and like lounge in the fireplace area? <laughs> we can, yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna sneak by the cabinet. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh yeah. I'll cast a prestidigitation so he can't hear anything. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know any ghost stories? I mean, we can't just pop a squat in here for an hour and just like. I mean, you can. Breathe, I mean, I mean it's just more comfortable next to a fireplace. Uh, so are, does that mean we're gonna take a short rest? It's up to y'all. Because I ain't got no hit that left. When's the last yeah, time we I took? Yeah, I say we yeah. take an actual long yeah, rest. Yeah, I say so we, that we can uh, get all of our spell slots. It's and shit been back. a while. Yeah, I think it's been a while, content of game wise, but not length of day oh, yeah, wise. Yeah, yeah. But we took a long rest in like the second room. Yeah, after right there. after the game door thing, like the room door. Mm -hmm. I would say eight hours max since we woke up. Probably. That's fine. I say we take <laughs> another one. So y'all want to go back to the fireplace or like the commons area? Yeah, it sounds like we're gonna go hang out in the lounge. Okay, so you walk back into the common area and you hear, "Hey, hey, you recruits! God damn it! Oh, it's just you guys again, huh?" This guy. I'm just gonna walk past him. I, my my head is down this whole like trip back like in shame, <laughs> and I'm gonna walk past him and walk into uh, the wizard's quarters, whatever his name is, and just get in his big ass bed. <laughs> Uh, as you walk past him, you hear him say, Oh, that one got you pretty good, huh? Shut off. I'll uh, make my way slowly to the couch, one of the couches. All right. And just so, sit. yeah, there's two couches and a rec two recliners, I think, or two, like, lounge chairs, and then cats go into the bed bed. I yeah. changed my mind. I want to sit in a chair. All right. Well, if he's going to go to a chair, then I'll go stretch out on the couch. All right. There's one more couch and one more chair. I'm taking a couch. I will make a bed roll, maybe take a few swigs of... <laughs> 
vappy. Why though? <laughs> like <laughs> because I can. It'll still make her warm. She's just not drunk. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah. But I mean, there's fireplace. So. Yeah, I was gonna. That and no, it wouldn't make her warm because the warmth is part of the intoxication. Yeah, you don't actually get warm, right? Yeah. Intoxication is not as being, I would assume, like inebriation or yeah. getting right. sick. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you just can't even get warm from it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just chasing the dragon, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you all take a long rest. Yay. Hey, companions, got another mid-roll here for you. So I'm hoping that this is the second to last episode of the Act 2 series. So you really be better getting those questions ready for me. I hope you have some written down and you're ready. You've got like a draft written in your email and you got like 15 questions for me and the players. You're just waiting to hit that send button to make sure that none of those questions get answered here. I want you to hound us with questions. I want... I want you to let us know the mysteries that you want answered. And also, please send us a review on iTunes and on, your, on any other podcast apps you might use if they accept reviews. And also, you know, we're on Spotify now. So if you haven't been using, if you've been wanting to switch over to Spotify from your podcast app because you hate it, feel free to do that now because we are there. Also, follow us on our social medias, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. We're mostly active on Twitter and Instagram. And between the two, I run pretty much all of Twitter and I stay very active. And recently, there has been a, uh, a tweet that's been going around for D&D Podcast where one like we share a fact about our world. Well, we are up to 74 likes so far on our page and I'm, I've said I'm going to cut it off at 100 because I'm still way behind on putting my facts out there. But please, if you want to go read more about Asus, there's a whole Twitter post, whatever you call these things, tweets. I, I don't know what they're called. It's, you know, the string of tweets where it's just like a, a shit ton of things being said. Well, I got like 32, 34 facts out there that you might not know about so far. So go read them. And before we close out this mid-roll, I do have another promo for another D&D podcast. This one is just getting started. They're called Halfway to Heroes. In a world where adventure awaits and danger lurks around every corner, an unlikely group of friends find themselves on the path to becoming heroes. But school will only get them halfway. Merlin, the human warlock barber guy. Oh god, no, I gotta buff his butt! No! Can I refuse business? Ubo, the turtle artificer. Well, it doesn't work yet, but uh, I'm working on it. Ultrex, the discarded warforged paladin. I don't eat or sleep or wear clothes, so I just sit in the corner and wait. And Clyde, the goliath barbarian in skinny jeans. They're called skinny pelts, okay? Find us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast by searching for Halfway to Heroes. What? Oh my god, did you ever shut up? I got a clock in me, so I know what time it's time to wake up. 
What time is it? Oh, it's 8 a.m. It's 8 a.m. I guess it's time to wake up. Oh, oh good. I'll kind of stand up and stretch. I'm up. Well, I, for one, feel much better. Agreed. Definitely. I'll come walking out of the room. Ugh. Oh, hey there! Ugh. And uh, I'm just going to run and jump on top of him and start smashing yeah, him. Yeah, because he's still on his side. Yeah, so. we, we pushed him over. I'm, I'm As soon as I walk out and hear him, I'm going to rage and jump on top of the arcane cabinet. Are you just going to start beating it with your warhammer? And war just start beating it with my warhammer, yelling, Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Uh, you hear him go, oh, hey, come on. Oh, oh, don't make it sad. No. Finally. Good, Good morning, morning, guys. <laughs> well, I'm certainly awake now. Now I'll just sit on top of it and pull out some rations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm that was gonna... a lot. <laughs> Share Everything's a little awkward. <laughs> I'm going to walk over slowly and start, like, sifting through the rubble with the, <laughs> the butt of my spear, like, Trying to inspect it, but not trying to get too close. <laughs> yeah, you see a bunch of uh, innards that would be inside of a construct. Uh, just random things. Don't know how to design it, but you see it. I hate constructs. <clears throat> As you say that, Pivak goes, no. <laughs> and if I, you know, if I see a spare bolt on the ground from this guy breaking, I'll pick it up and feed right. it to him. <laughs> you can feed a construct a construct. <laughs> Just a oh. bowl. I'm not picking like his face or his finger. Oh boy, that's complicated. <laughs> yeah. That's a real big gray area. I just look at Finch I'm as just, I'm sharing my ration look, with Oystrich. The guy had four walls. There had to be a screw keeping one of those things together. <laughs> I'm just looking at Finch and Keth like, who are you? <laughs> I'm just, whatever. Well... I, for one, am down with a change of subjects. We have three doors before us. So, yeah, you go back down the hallway to the three doors. The two doors on the left, one of them is a very sturdy-looking wooden door. Uh, has a doorknob, no keyhole, has hinges. The other door is a another wooden door with a dark paint on it with white, with a clear, like a light-colored stars, and also has a doorknob with hinges on it. And then the door on the right is a stone slab door with a metal framework. No doorknob, no hinges. Hmm. I'm so glad that you clarify every time you tell us no. <laughs> well, obviously, this is the door fit for a superstar and point to the one with the, the paint All right. on it. So, yeah, you pointed that one. And that's it. <laughs> Why don't you walk through it, superstar? Well, I think we're all honorary superstars in this scenario. Yeah, I don't think we should just walk into any door in this place from now on. Yeah, that's true. You're you're the door girl. I would mage hand everything. Yes. While this is happening, I'm going to approach the uh, the plain looking door. Okay. <laughs> and begin inspecting it. Uh, you. What are you inspecting for? I'm just nothing in particular. It, I just. It literally looks like a regular door. I'm gonna like look over my shoulder as they're saying this and like. Well, is it magical? Oh, uh huh. Is the no. door magic? Okay. No. Well, I guess just open it. Is it magical? It's not magical. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> open it. All right. So yeah, you open up the door. Or you could open up that one, whichever, whatever. Well, I know I'm not a superstar. <laughs> I'm old and <laughs> sleepy. And I shoot him like a glaring look. Wow. <laughs> as you open up this door, you see a large laboratory filled with tools for alchemy. Three Lucas constructs stand idly, but then activate when you open the door. They waddle quickly over to you, and one speaks up. 
Oh, hello, A. Have you removed the brick barrier, A? The, um, the one blocking the entrance to here? Yes, A. Yes. Finally, A. We can get back to the stock rooms and get more supplies to continue our alchemic research we are programmed to do, A. What are you researching? We recreate reagents to repair constructs after they have been destroyed. So oh. now that we can get in, we've had alerts that there are broken constructs that we need to repair to get activated again, A. Sleep. I don't work with those voice commands unless the Archmage Drizden says them, A. I am going to use Minor Illusion. I don't know what Archmage Drizden sounds like, but what I am going to do is do my closest rendition of what <laughs> I think someone named Archmage Drizden would sound All like. Alright, I'm going to give you a 2% <laughs> chance. That's a I'm, chance. I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to go 1%. 1% That's still chance. a chance. So give me a D100 roll. It has to be all zeros. You think I won't. Oh, no. You think I won't. It, it could happen. He's just going to recreate Chisholm Rism's voice. <laughs> Whatever. Oh! <laughs> could you lucky dice just one if you have one that's already a zero? No. Mm. <laughs> Man, all right. So I got a, uh, what is that, a... Uh, 60. 60 yeah. Not zeros. So. Yeah. I got three zeros and a six. So how do you want to do this? What do you want to say to him? I, Archmage Drizden, command thee to sleep. You are not Archmage Drizden, eh? I was close. Uh, so do you repair the shield guardians too? The three of us repair all doors, shield guardians, and defense units, eh? That's not good. Mm, that's not good at mm-hmm. all. I'll choke up on my Warhammer and just kind of look at them. Uh, do I... I'm going to look past them and sort of kind of inspect the laboratory. Do I see? It's a very large alchemic lab- laboratory. Okay. Um, I, maybe we should prevent them from, from uh, repairing anything. I'm going to look at Felomir. Can and we just, get by, A? I'm we just going to slice my neck like the Undertaker and <laughs> look at him. I'm going to look over at Keth and like just nod my head. I'm going to look at Felomir and just close the door. Just, just close the door. <laughs> yeah, we should just get out. I'll grin eagerly at Fe- Felomir <laughs> as he looks at me. I'm going to step s- forward. I'm going to step out of the way and be like, all right, go on to the uh, Regent's room. Oh, my God. Thank you, A. And they, all three of them, kind of like the dwarves and like Snow White, just kind of march out. Like they're just waddling like penguins. <laughs> <laughs> this is so sad. And then they see the construct that's destroyed, and there's just debris everywhere. Like, oh, there's one here, eh? We can just grab this one, eh? And then they just start slowly picking up debris that's all over the room. I'm going to turn my back. (laughs) So as the the last one waddles past me, I'm just going to smash it in the back of the head. (laughs) And the scene cuts to black. (laughs) (laughs) So as soon as you hit one in the back of the head, it goes, ow, eh? What are you doing, eh? Keep hitting it. Ow, eh, ow. Hey, 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 oh my uh, god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to make it God. You hit it over and over again, and then finally that one's pulverized. And we have to do this two more times. <laughs> <And> the, <laughs> the other two look at over and say, Oh no, hey, they are enemies, hey. And they start waddling across the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm oh gonna swing and knock one of them's legs out. No, are we the good guys? <laughs> and then you notice, Fitch, that Pvac's like cowering in your cow. Ow, hey, 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 no, hey, hey, ah, no. And you destroy all three of them, Kev. I'll let out a, a satisfying. <sighs> you know what? It was for the greater good. 
That felt good. Could have just closed the door. <laughs> no, it was difficult but necessary. Yeah, we got to see what's in the lab, right? <laughs> yeah, let's see what's in there. I and I'll think, just walk in. I think this is justifiable. <laughs> Look, we did what we had to do. Yeah, I'll just rub my temples and I guess slowly walk back in the room. You can I, actually feel Pvac trembling. Oh, God. <laughs> Felomir, you said they don't have spirits, right? Our souls. This is true. So what does it matter? They're just big hunks of junk. Uh, yeah, in so many words, yes, that is accurate. I don't feel bad. What's, <laughs> what's in the lab? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you <Your> turn. <laughs> I Astra grabs the vappy again. <laughs> just, <laughs> she wants to feel nothing. <laughs> But she can't. No, that's not her, dude. <laughs> not for oh, 14 God. and a half days. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I can start counting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As you walk into. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hearing my own prison from Creed. And I cry out to God. Hey, companions. I uh, wanted to step in for a second here because I could not find a way to make that scene that you just heard flow to the next scene. So I'm just going to interrupt it with this because we had to take a break because I could not stop laughing after they murdered those little Lucases. Because we had to take a break, I'm going to give you a little break. Also, I forgot to mention something on the mid-roll before here, before this one that... Um, as you've noticed, I've been trying to go... I've been releasing some of these episodes on a weekly basis instead of a bi-weekly basis. This is the episode before the last episode of Act 2. I don't think I'm going to be able to get the final episode completely edited before next week. So you can expect a bi-weekly release between episode 54 and 55. The finale is pretty intense and pretty vast. It's probably going to be a long episode, a long-ish episode. I don't know exactly how long. The recording was three hours, but of course, um, as you know, I cut a lot of stuff out to make it to where you don't have to listen to a bunch of bullshit. So anyways, I'm going to get back to the episode now, but yeah, because I had to take a break in order for me to move forward, I figured maybe you needed a break from laughing too much at those Lucas's dying. As you enter the laboratory, you look around. There is a door on the right wall that is open and leads to a small office. Inside is a construct attached to a metal box from the waist down. A desk sits in front of him. A thick metal circular plate is centered on his chest. He speaks up when you become visible. My word, are you the ones destroying all of my friends? What are you doing here? You're not part of the wizard's rainbow. How did you get past all the locked doors? Uh, we, we found a way. You're not supposed to be here. You should leave. Well, we're looking for the arcane well. The arcane well? What are you looking for that for? Well, we're trying to restore it. Restore it? Yeah. Are you familiar with what's going on here? You mean in this in this branch of Wiggistry University? Yes, I, I control all the constructs. Well, I mean in Mithron. In Mithron? No. Well, the whole place is shrouded in darkness. Uh, I can see just fine. Well, not... It's dark in here, right? It's darkness, yeah, but you got the... 
key of Kilnar. Well, that's because of this. This key of Kilnar. I mean, it's dark. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what are you doing to my constructs? Why do you keep destroying them? Wait, did you say you control them? Yes. Well, they've been attacking us. Well, yes. They're defense units. And so we're defending ourselves. But you shouldn't be here. Your, te- your, your, your crime is worse than theirs. They're just defending their home. We, we are... It's means to an end, okay? It's complicated. We're trying to get to the arcane well. Why are you... I don't... I still don't understand what you're trying to do with it. For the greater good, you fool. Where is it? Well, it's here. Here where? In... Behind that stone slab door. How do we open it? Well, this... And he points at his chest and there's like that circular plate. We just take it and put it on the door? No, don't take it. If you take it, it's my memory unit. I will no longer be able to function without it. Well, maybe you can... Help us help you not lose your memories. We need that thing to open the door, and you know what it is and how it works, so just tell us. I mean, if you take it, I die. So tell us what we need to do, and we won't take it. No more death, please. <laughs> I, I don't know. The, the answer is that this is the thing that opens it. You, that The circle, the disc, is the key. Yes. Can you open it without taking it off? No. I'm going to go back into the other room and look at the door. Okay. So, yeah, you go back to the other room and you look at the door. And the stone, there is like a big stone piece slab. And in the center of it is a circular indention that's about an inch deep. And I'll turn right back around and walk into the room and say, Yep, we got to take it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you chained to this box? Well, I'm the hive mind of the constructs. I control them through here. So if we shut you down, we shut them all down. Actually, they'll become more aggressive. Hmm. That's not good. Wait, why is that? Because they won't have me controlling them anymore. So can't we just take this thing off and then put it back on you later? Do you have the capabilities of fixing me after you rip it out of my chest? I, I do, actually. She can mend stuff. Oh, mending? Mending won't fix me on that sense. You have to engineer me back into place. The wires have to all connect. Well, we can definitely try... Do you have any more of your little minions around that could perhaps put you back together? You just destroyed the last three of them. I'm just going to glare at Keth in <laughs> a sad, very sad glare. I'll tell you what. It's been a lonely time here for 750 years. I've come up with a riddle. After all this time, you answer this riddle and I will allow you to remove my memory unit and cease to exist. Under one condition, it better rhyme. Hold up, what? Why would we solve the riddle when we could just bash you and take it? I mean, you could do that, but then you're just proving that you're an awful person. And the other constructs- And we're saving time! And the the other constructs will be more aggressive. What other constructs? He said we destroyed the last three. The last three? The last three little ones? Like the- That could fix me? The final three? No. Or just the last three we encountered? Just the repairmen. We killed the last there. Keth killed the last of the repairmen. These are still more constructs throughout here is what I'm assuming. And when, if he dies, they're going to go mad. Yeah, you left two in the, or you left one in the commons area. So it, sitting there. So it doesn't matter. We take his core by force or he gives it to us. They're still going to be aggressive because he's going to be shut down. Look, this riddle is the only thing I've created on my own. If you solve it, then you will prove that I am just a useless robot like the rest of them. Let's hear it. No, yeah, let's humor uh, him. Well, uh, no one's trying to, first and foremost, no one's trying to say that. It's just we're in it. We're at it. I don't have emotion. It's true. If this is the one thing I've created, then I'm useless. Let's hear the fucking riddle. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> he opens up a drawer at the desk that he's at. 
on the left side of the desk. And he pulls out a piece of chalk and he draws a line across the ch- across the uh, desk and he puts the chalk down on the desk and he says, "If you can make this line longer without touching it, you will have beaten me. But you cannot use magic. This is no wizard's game." I use mage hand. No magic. Oh, you're right. Just wow. kidding. <laughs> I was just thinking without touching. Fuck your rules. <laughs> Wait, just make the line longer without touching the line? Correct. I'm going to walk up and pick up the piece of chalk and draw the line longer. You can't touch the line. I didn't. I touched the chalk. If you touch the chalk, if the chalk touched the line, then you touch the line. Hold on. How, where am I in, in relation to this table? Wherever here? you want to be. All right. So let's say that I'm about 10 feet away. All right. I have your solution. Okay. I'm going to keep my eyes on the line and move closer to it. It is bigger. I am closer to it. It appears bigger to me. That's not the answer I had in mind. I've solved your riddle. I don't like it. It's not physically longer. It's been solved twice over now, actually. I approach the line, and this is just chalk on a desk, right? Yeah. Um, I just, like, softly blow on the chalk, like, hoping to, like, disperse it. Like the the dust, the chalk falls off the ground, off the desk onto the ground. No, I, I mean like no, the line, like line. Chalk. line, like some of the yeah, chalk dust that might still be. Yeah, settled whenever on top. you use chalk, it's going to break into little pieces and have like it's basically a trail of dust. So I blow it to make the line longer. Incorrect. Okay, now you're just being difficult. I have an easy solution to this riddle, and I'll just kind of choke up on the warhammer again. Yeah, yeah, you orc, just do it. <laughs> Oh, he's about that life. Hold on, Gav. <laughs> You've already killed all the rest of my friends. Now, hold on. I'm curious. What is the solution to this puzzle? We'll at least give you that much time to, to live, I guess. I mean, if you don't solve it and you, you choose not to bash me like this orc says, then I will live. I will stump you. I did my job. I am an awesome person. <laughs> are, are you a person? I am if I make this riddle. If this riddle doesn't stump you or it stumps you. Will you make the line longer for me? No. It's worth a shot. I get it. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. (laughs) So if you're the hive mind of the constructs in this university, then can you tell us what constructs remain in our pathway to the arcane well? I actually don't know what's behind the stone door, other than the fact that the arcane well is there. So if there are constructs back there, then you don't control them. That's correct. So this is all pointless. I mean, there's still the one in the commons area. It'll just come rampaging in here if you destroy me. Well, we could go destroy it before we take the plate off of him. Well, we. Hey, how's that for a solution? If you attack him, he attacks back. Well, we told him to go to sleep and he isn't waking up. And as soon as you hit him with an offensive attack, he wakes up and attacks back. He's got every base covered, doesn't he? Well, when we all hit him at once, then he's not going to have much energy left to do anything else. If that's how you want to do this, then do it. (laughs) He is a bluff-calling motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, This chalk line on his little table or whatever, is it going all the way the length of the table? Or is it just like a line in the middle of the table? We'll say it's the length of the table, of the desk. He said we can't touch the line, not we can't touch the chalk, right? Correct. Is there another table in this room or the other room? Sure. So I'll go grab that table and set it next to... Well, no, before I do that, I'll grab that table, bring it into this room, draw a line across it, and then set it next to the other table so that the lines meet. And then just look at him. (laughs) And I'm going to cross my arms and look at him as well. 
That's not one line. That's two different lines connected together. It's one line from here to here. That's still two lines. It's two line segments that you put together. Making one line. No. Yes. It's two pieces. One. Make a hole. That is not the answer. Okay, so just to get this in my head, he had a table. And he, he has drew, a desk. He's sitting at a desk, yeah. And he drew a line in chalk all the way across the length of the desk. Yes. So it's touching like two opposite ends. Yes. Okay. You know, I was starting to like you, but every time you do this, it's less and less. If I stumped you, I win. And then you can kill me and I will know that I did a good job. You didn't stump us. <laughs> We've I, solved your riddle three times. I created a great riddle that not even the five people that infiltrated my home and destroyed all my friends couldn't beat. It's a terrible riddle. We solved it in five different ways. You just refuse to accept it because you're a stupid construct. Well, I believe I've accepted defeat. What's the answer to your riddle? I will not give you the answer. You have to find it yourself. So you either kill me and you don't know the answer or you find the answer. I want to know. So if if you've already drawn a line across the entire length of this table, how can it get any longer? I guess that's the riddle, huh? Yeah, so that is the longest the line can be. That is not the answer. How do you make this line longer? You added more table. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start drawing it down the sides of the desk or the table. You can't touch the line. You know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to know the answer. I'm just kind of look around at everyone. I, I'm definitely, I shrug my shoulders. Do you know what's in the other doorway out there with the stars on it? It's the scrying room. The scrying room. That's correct. Sounds important. Is it a trap door to get in? Like, is it, is it going to hurt us? It is not. Well, I think we've gotten all the information we need from you. So... You sure you don't want to tell us the answer? I know the answer. And if I die, knowing that you couldn't figure it out, I'm more human than you. Go I ahead. I am more than willing to be generous enough to give you that pleasure. Good thing I'm not a human. And I'll smash him Wait, in the head. wait, Kath, wait. <laughs> All right, I'll stop Paul's right before I'm about to. Now, I'm not opposed to destroying this thing. However, there is a functioning shield guardian in the other room. Oh, right. yeah. Perhaps we should take care of that first. It's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Sure. I agree. Let's go get him. I just facepalm. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> For you. <laughs> we are so close to the arcane well, one construct isn't going to stand in our way. We'll see about that. It's not. No constructs are going to stand in our way. Not if I have anything to do with it. All right. I guess we'll return to the common room and see about destroying the shield guardian in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he returned to the common room. Or th unless some people are hanging back. I see some no, I'm, some I'm, eyes pointed upwards trying to think. I mean, yeah. I'm still going to walk with him, yeah. I really want to know the solution to this puzzle, though. I mean, me too. Shit. I've never been good at riddles, man. I especially don't like them when they don't rhyme. Well, I'll Google it later. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's find that shield guardian. <laughs> All right, so you'll go into the commons room. Everybody's there. You're standing over this sleeping shield guardian. We should surround it. Agreed. And we should attack in tandem. Agreed. I guess I'll just go to an area around it. I mean, y'all yeah. are controlling all of this, so I'm gonna I don't have anything okay. to say. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get in front of it. No, 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 no. I'm going to get behind it this time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll stand uh, to one side of it. I'll be to the other side. All right, well, I'll take the front then. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put Hunter I mean, uh, Hunter's Merc on him, too, before we start this thing. Don't you remember the last time we killed a shield guardian? 
Shouldn't we space it out? Get a little far back? Maybe do some range stuff? Uh, yeah. Maybe we should all stand in a line rather than <laughs> <laughs> point it at each other. Um, there. If there's enough room, I don't really know how big the room we're in. I want to go pull on Felomir's, uh pant leg. Hey, Felomir, remember that thing we did before? What thing? With, with the thunder or the, the lightning. Oh, with uh, Witch with, Bolt, yes? Yes, we should do that again. All right. And then I'm going to look around the room and glance over at the couch and go walk behind it and, like, duck down a little bit. I'm also going to take cover behind some sort of couch or chair or something. All right. I'm just going to stand right behind it <laughs> and just Keth, shrug. Keth, please get back. I, I can't. Well, don't you have some kind of reach on your weapon? Not a very long one. It, there's more, like, couches and stuff in the room, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hide behind one of them as well, creating, like, a V formation okay. with, with me and Philomir. Well, come here, Keth. Maybe we can take care of this one on our own. But I, I want to hit it. I know. Well, let us start hitting it, and if it's still not dead, then we'll let you go take a shot, and you can back up and take cover. All right, what about this? I'll hit it one good time, and then I'll take cover, and y'all can finish it. All right. Are you guys done? Yes, let's do this. One, <laughs> two, three. And he's dead. He, and he explodes into a debris of gears and screws and everything. All right. Start walking back. <laughs> One more yeah. left. I'll, like, I'll, I'll walk with like a skip in my step. <laughs> I'm just hanging my head. I'm going to take a, a, a level in Ranger just to have a favorite enemy construct now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So y'all get back to the hive mind construct. I bet you feel real good about yourselves, don't you? This one actually really does. <laughs> and point to Keth. I'll just nod at him while smiling and raising, and raising the word. Look, it's a means to an end, okay? If you say so. Like we said, the greater good. I've been alive for more than 750 years. You must be tired. And you've never seen that door open. I've never moved from this spot. What's in the box you're chained to? You know what? I'm not going to answer any more questions of yours unless you answer the riddle. You either kill me or answer the riddle. Can I step up and see if I can open that box he's chained to? Or is it just like a... Like just like something he's chained to. Yeah, you walk up to it, and it's just like he—it's probably like his processing unit. Like it's what can like gives him okay. all of the stuff, and it's like controlling the constructs throughout the entire dungeon. Mm. Well, school—it's not a dungeon. Mm -hmm. no. Does anyone have any more guesses? I have none. Say the riddle again. Sure, I'll do that for you. You can make this line longer without touching it. You will have beaten me, and you cannot use magic. Don't play those wizard games. And you do mean actually make it bigger and not make it seem bigger? That's the riddle. Your riddle is stupid. But nothing can touch the line. Not even more chalk. That's correct. Um, I'm going to uh, look around the room for something I can use to... No, that's dumb. I was going to think like a mirror or something to like reflect it. Yeah. Mm. Has to be physically longer. Is there uh, any sort of magnifying device anywhere in the room? Excuse me? What is that? A magnifying glass. A magnifying glass? That wouldn't make it physically bigger. See, we were all ready to destroy you when we walked in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And I was ready for you to destroy me as a winner. <laughs> I really like, like a douche. Yeah. <laughs> you killed all of his friends. Yeah. It just makes me want to kill him even more. They weren't his friends. He's never even left this room. He <laughs> said it He's never met them. He was a puppet master. They weren't his friends. He controlled them. His peons. I, you know, I really think I like you. What's your name? Hmm. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Hive mind. Hive mind. Since you know we we you know dealt intimately with your friends, I have a question for you. I told you I would not answer any more questions unless you fix the answer the riddle or kill me. I think you'll like to know the answer to this one. Would you like to know which one of your friends was a coward? <laughs> I know what was going on with them when you killed them. I process all of their memories. I control them. None of them were cowards. They did their duty as a programmed unit. They don't have emotions, nor fears, nor anything. So they can't be cowards. So you already know the answer is all of them. <laughs> no, none of them is the answer. They were all cowards. Okay, you're a coward for not being able to solve this answer. You just want to kill me and move forward. That's not what a coward means. Even I know that. Hmm. And besides, I have no shame in my heart as I have solved your puzzle. If you say so. I do. I'm going to slowly turn back and face the table. <laughs> think some more. I think this is a game of perception. I don't think we have to actually make the, the line bigger. I don't think. Well, what was the exact word he used? Longer? That's yes, correct. longer. So are we, what side of the table are we on? Wherever you want to be. All right, so we've been all around the table the whole sure. time. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Because I was thinking the, the the line might appear longer if we were like on the the you know on the end of it, looking at the other end rather than standing perpendicular to it. How is the construct oriented to the line? Does that matter? Centered. Okay, I was I was gonna be like, let's just rotate the table so it looks longer to him. I'm stumped. Ha ha. I win! I win! Yeah, or go ahead and kill me. I'll look at Kath and shrug my shoulders. Take the plate. Go on to your deaths. And I'll just turn to him and slowly raise up the warhammer and then <laughs> swing. <laughs> kind of takes the fun out of it. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to try to pry the plate off of him. Uh, it easily like kind of just pops off, and there's sort of like wires attached to it. And as you pull at it more, the wires just kind of come out of their sockets. And when you look at the other side of it, there's like an emblem of a portal on it. There you go. I'll hand it to uh, Bellamere. Sure key. All right. Well, that was fun. Let's go to the arcane well. Did we want to check out that scrying room first? I say it's worth a look. I absolutely do. And on my way out of the room, I just want to put my hand on the table with the chalk and just <laughs> rub over it. <laughs> it's bigger. So whenever you enter the other room where you fought the shield guardian with the shield, like the magical shield, you hear something. And it's coming from where you entered this whole place. And you look across the commons area at the other hallway, and you see the Lucas bot that was covered, like watching the rune door area. Uh, running at y'all, going just waddling quickly. He's also the one that's very like dismembered and broken. 
I just put my head in my hands and look away. <laughs> poor, yeah, I'm just gonna like. Fella. I'm gonna just look at Kath. Yeah. I'm gonna pull out my rapier. I'll smile and nod real quick at Kath's the doing all our dirty work. This <laughs> just run up to like meet him halfway. <laughs> Do the happy Gilmore with your hammer. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yep, he's destroyed. I'm gonna put away my rapier. And that's all the constructs that y'all have met so far. <laughs> wow. Sweet. Hmm. Are we the good guys? <laughs> constructs. This is a common theme among Pivac episodes is so lately. Sad. Dude, I don't, I don't even know how to console him. He right is now. not sad. He cannot feel emotion. He's different. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if I could take him maybe out of my cow and keep him somewhere closer to my breast. He actually doesn't even want you touching him. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Well, you know what? I'll give him this space. Why don't you feed him some more constructs? Mm. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> that was a bolt. That was a side panel bolt, and you know it. Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> well, Dorith is gonna go approach the scrying room. All right, so you approach the scrying room, and I'm going to put my hand on the the handle. Okay. So you touch the doorknob, and I'm going to turn it. Okay. You turn it and open up the door. Yes. And as you open up the door to this 20 foot by 20 foot room, the smell of powder, soot, and incense fills your senses. The room does not light up with torches, but you can see dimly inside due to an iridescent glow coming from the center of the room. Centered on the ground is a light blue colored circular area. It is slightly bulbous from the ground, like a large flattened snow globe. Inside of the light blue energy are specks of white slowly fading in and out of the background. Three lounge chairs without legs levitate from the ground and slowly circle this flat bubble. Whoa! I'm going to walk in and approach the chairs. Okay. So... Can I even reach them? Yeah. They're not... They're just... They're normal-sized chairs. They just don't have legs. I want to climb into one. Okay. So you climb into one. And when you sit down, a large crystal ball floats out of the bubble and hovers about five feet above it. The chair continues to its circular pattern around the bubble, but starts to slowly spiral closer to the crystal ball. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so you're now like floating <laughs> above the like big snow globey flat thing. I want to just be like looking down <laughs> to my left and my right. <laughs> you actually get vertigo looking into it. Okay. It seems like you could just fall straight through. <laughs> and then the crystal ball is like above your lap. I want to reach out with my hand. Okay. And, and touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so the four of you are kind of standing in the doorway, assuming at this point, watching this happen. Doroth, the room goes dim for you. The light blue aura coming from the bubble below darkens to a deep blue. The white specks fade to a deep, lush, burning orange. You then hear in your head, <sighs> There you go. No! No! I had I lost you there for a moment. Did you finally find it? You son of a bitch! Did you finally lead me to the arcane well? Uh, we actually have no idea where it is. Your friend is a fool for continuing this search. And when the blind lead the blind, mistakes are made. Don't worry, Dorothy. I'm still here. I'm still keeping tabs on them. You thought you lost everything already? No, Dorothy. There's so much more for you to lose. And so much more for me for you to gain. You don't scare me. I'm a whole nother kind. Your vision you're, fades you're, back to the room and the chair floats back to its original moving circumference. And your riddles don't even run. Shit. Did we hear any of this? No. It was all in the same time frame. Like however long it took him to do that is how long it took for y'all to see it. 
but like he just put his hand on the crystal ball, sat there for a while, and then he just kind of started screaming. And y'all don't know what he was screaming about. His hand is like kind of like levitates off, and then it just starts kind of floating away. I started to say, like he said something to me, and I started to try to like respond, but he left before I could finish it. Yeah. So did we hear him yelling at all? Any of what he said? Yeah, you heard him yelling everything he was saying. Okay, and did we see any visible changes to the room or the floor or anything like that? No. Apart from just the chair it, and it the It stayed globe. the same to you. What was that about? <sighs> no, 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 no. No, this was a bad idea. This is all a bad idea. What just happened? What happened, Doris? I heard Velmir. What did he say? He's watching us. Does he know where we are? Yes, and he knows the Arcane Well is here. We need to get to it. Or not. Or lead him away. Something. I don't know. This is bad. This, what we are doing, is bad. Well, we're here, and now he knows it's here. If anything, we should use it and hurry. Yeah, we've come so close. We can't stop. Well, we have to go now. Let's go. I'm going to jump out of the chair. How far above the ground am I right now? Uh, Now that you've, like, floated away from the orb, you're just back at this normal I'll jump out of the chair. I don't know. What exactly happened? What is this scrying room? How How did all this happen? He... I saw nothing. He was able to see me through it. So what happens if Felomir touches it? Will he see Felomir? Do we have time for that? Who cares? I mean, I've been dabbling and scrying, maybe. Who cares? What is there that, what more do we need to know? What use is this to us? Well, yes, he, know, he knows where we are and what is here now, but he still would have to get here. So we have some time to at least talk for a second, Dorothy. I don't plan to be here when he gets here. I do not either. So what are we waiting for? And I'm going to run out of the room. So Doroth runs out of the room. And I'm going to run back into the room. Give me that! And I'm not going to take the key. I'm not going to. I'm just going to, like, hold him at arm's length. <laughs> I just hold my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> now, Doroth, relax. We know Velmir's a threat. He's always been a threat. You didn't get chained up. You're not the one that's had voices in your head this whole time. You're Wait. What do you mean you had voices in your head this whole time? I no. thought Velma never spoke to you. Look, it's hard being an artist, all right? I didn't mean what anything you, by it. No, you did mean something by that. Has Velmir been contacting you? Not exactly. What exactly has been happening then? I may or may not have been sending him messages. I didn't think it would do anything. I didn't think, I thought it was harmless. Wait, after you knew not to contact him, you still did so? He was bluffing, I thought. I don't, Yet, Yet now I, he's not. When's the last time you contacted him? I feel like I'm being interrogated right now. You are, because you're hiding things from us. Things that are very important to all of our safety, clearly. And now I'm trying to be helpful and say we don't have time for this. He's on his way right now. I'm going to go sit in one of the floating chairs. I will also sit. We have time, Doroth. I'll cross my arms. When's the last time you contacted Belmere? I don't remember. You do remember? Days ago. Days? Days. Since we've been back in Mithron? Days. Then what does it matter? He already knows we're here. Or at least days from here. I just don't think we have time for all of this. Well, clearly your judgment is in question. My judgment is in question? You have put the entire party in danger. The entire party's been in danger! This whole thing is danger! More danger than necessary. I didn't think it would be all that. You knew it would be all that. You could have at least told us so that... We don't just get surprised ambushed at some point. Can we just stop talking at me at once already? I can't take this, all right? Felomir, as you sit in the chair, as you're like still yelling at him from the chair, <laughs> you're like floating above. <laughs> and then Asher, you sit down after Felomir, so you're like kind of spiraling a little hesitantly behind. 
And when you get closer to the crystal ball, it first floats to you, Felomir, and like kind of hovers over your lap. I'm going to look at Dorth and then just reach out and touch. <laughs> like a fucking cat. Wow. <laughs> Felomir, as you touch the crystal ball, the bubble below you begins to turn green. You see yourself, your tiefling self, in third person from behind. What is in front of yourself has not faded in yet, but slowly you see the thick bark of an enormous tree. You are climbing up to a branch. You then walk along the top of this thick branch to some leaves. You rip one off and crumble it in your hand. You hold it over an empty vial and fill the vial with a wispy light blue liquid as you squeeze it from its leaf. The vision then quickly moves far away from this tree, through the brush, from the ground level of the forest, and you then burst from the forest line and move up and see the shining city of Silvertris, the capital city of the land of the elves, Lathansis. A white aura envelops the city and brightens before you come back to this room and the chair floats back to its original moving circumference. I'll uh, stand up quickly. Philomir, <sighs> what, what did you see? I saw, I, I think I found the, the missing component that, that Aaron was looking for, for the white orb. What, what is it? It was it was a leaf from a tree in in Lathansis. I can see Silvertris in the distance. And Astra, you're like in the chair and the crystal ball has floated to you at this point. Okay. I'm just gonna look around. Well, this seems to be helpful for some of us. I'm just gonna look at Oystrich on my shoulder and just kinda nod at him and then take him in my hand as I grab the crystal ball. Okay. So you touch the crystal ball and the room widens for you. It's like a camera lens widening its focus quickly. The room and your companions in the room become contorted in this vision. The bubble brightens and enlarges, and then the room and all of its contents and your companions fade into a white nothingness until you only see white. And then something else fades in. It's the streets of Shandlin, where you grew up. You look around and then you see yourself, your younger self, running out of a small shack in the slums holding oysters. You are sprinting down the road out of vision. The evil sorceress you rescued Orchards from then steps out of the hut looking for you. And then in the direction you are running, you see her wave her hands, mumble a few words under her breath, and a small green ball floats in her hand. It shoots a ray of green energy down the street after you. Then you hear her say, That hex will haunt her for the rest of her days. <laughs> and then she steps back into her small shack, and your vision fades back to the room, and the chair floats back to its original moving circumference. I'm just going to be wide-eyed. What did you see? Everything went white, and I, I saw me as a child running down the street. Whenever I saved Oysterich, I was running away from the sorceress, and I saw her, from her perspective, casting a hex on me, and... I have no idea what she said, but uh, what hex she used, but she was laughing that that was going to haunt me for the rest of my life. So you're cursed? I don't know. I guess so. I, I didn't. I don't think I even felt anything. I don't remember. I was just trying to get out of there. Hmm. So we've seen the past, the present, and the future so far. Kind of lock eyes with Keth and... Maybe I'll start walking up to one of the seats. Yeah, I'll take a take a seat too. Who sits <clears throat> first? I will. So Finch, you get closer to the crystal ball first, and then it floats over your lap. I am tapping my toe furiously at this <laughs> point. We have time. Uh, I'll reach out both hands. All right. So you put your hands on it. 
You find yourself in a cottage. You look out the window and you feel the warmth of the sun on your skin. You see wheat and grain flowing in the wind. You begin to walk around the cottage inspecting little things here and there. And then you find a wooden trunk. You kneel down, open it up, and inside is a set of armor and weapons. They are worn, used, tattered, and cracked. As you lift some cloth out of the bottom, you see a shield. The shield of the nation of Rodana decorates the front of the shield, where there are large dents and scratches from sword fights. You turn quickly to the front door to see a dark-haired woman walking in with a baby. The baby is crying, and you hear her say, Shh, shh, it'll be okay, Flynn. It'll be okay. Your vision fades back to the room, and the chair floats back to its original moving circumference. Well, I, th- I think... What did you see? I think I just saw me as a child. The woman was not your known mother. Scandalous. Ooh, not your known mother. <laughs> so this probably is your mother. Oh, man. And, ooh, your bio mm. mom. Okay, so... Mm. I don't know what to think. I, I believe I, I was in a cottage. There was a trunk. There was Rodanian armor, like veteran, like Rodanian armor, been used. And then a strange woman appeared holding a child named Flynn, which is my name. Wait. Wait. Well, well who was the woman? I don't know. I know who the woman was. The woman is your true mother. You are truly a Rodana. You're adopted. Look, look, this is all a lot to take in. No, we have time. Let's take in more. All right. Keth, see what you must see, and then we should hurry. I'll uh, touch the orb. Yeah, the crystal ball was already over your lap. And Keth, everything fades to black. You feel a heat around you, a fiery heat. The last time you felt a heat this intense was when you, to memory, fought the fire giant back in Athens and was awarded the name Keth, crowned the champion of Athens. All of a sudden, you are consumed in flame. Everything you see around you is in flame. It then slowly dies out, and you see a small flame in the distance floating like a candle and then fade away. Your vision fades back to the room, and the chair floats back to its original moving circumference. Well, it's irrelevant. I was just fighting the fire giant like I did when I became the the giant slayer and then i burned up and saw fire disappear in the distance has nothing to do with this let's go uh okay (laughs) (laughs) that was not suspicious at all but i agree let's move on well i disagree that it means nothing perhaps we should save it for another time yes let's get out of here and we'll discuss this later i guess agreed and i'm gonna start walking out and go to the uh, stone slab. Yeah, I'm really silent and confused as a, as like my character. Just like I think everybody should be. <laughs> my fucking who's my mom, man? I want to <laughs> know. I have some theories. I want to already be at the stone door. Like, come on! Like that's how I'm affected. Like this dude's coming for me. <laughs> this is bullshit. All right, so everybody approaches the stone slab. I'm gonna walk up and take the. Uh, a circular emblem with the portal on it, and I guess put it in the slot that it fits in. All right, it fits perfectly. The stone slides up, and you move on to the next room.
sure it wasn't in your pouch? Must we bring this up so soon? <laughs> I wink at whoever has a missing eye. Oh Man, I take a huge swig. <laughs> <laughs> and just fucking stares everyone down. Astro's yeah, angry and sober. <laughs> the Lucas constructs are named after my Canadian friend. Uh, so all the constructs go A. Uh, God. Wow. <laughs> God. Sad day, A. Eh? <laughs>